So this evening, Padre Paul, Bishop Robert, and Bishop Dana Durier, are you with me on the call this evening? Yay, I am. I don't know about the others. <laughs> oh, welcome, Padre Paul. Hello, Renee. Hello, Padre. Hello. Hey, Bobby. Bless you. Hi, everybody. Okay. Hi, Padre. Hi, Bobby Bishop. Hi, Nina. <laughs> the welcome, everyone, to this brand new series, Glorious Anticipation. I'm so happy each of you signed up. You're probably going to be surprised that why did I sign up? I know the Holy Spirit has led you to this place for the next three Wednesdays. But to me, it's all about in preparation for the King of Kings, the birth of Christ, but also the shedding of our own beliefs and habits and places we get stuck in, that if we can decrease so the, the divine can increase, I really believe we are preparing a bigger gift than ever before in your sanctuary, but also for the world to see, because now we'll be filled with more light. But it's my pleasure to welcome each of you, and thank you, Renee, for your generous prayers in the beginning. Bobby and Dana, glorious anticipation. So, Bobby, what is your anticipation for this series? Because it's brand new. Well, my anticipation is that everyone is going to receive exactly what they need. And, of course, that need will be identified through the, this vehicle. And the resources to meet that need is, are coming from grace. So I'm hoping that everyone will have an experience of greater grace mm. and greater abundance and greater possibility. Because when we gather like this, the, the power is so much stronger and the possibilities are so much greater. So I'm just excited that we get to, to be together and, and ignite each other in a, in a bigger way. Wow. I'm anticipating your series, which is, it ends our, this series with Barbara Rose and myself. And, but each of us have a lead in this, and I really appreciate all of those who are participating with us. So Bishop Dana, what is your glorious expectation? Same, the same thing, Padre, is that what Bobby was talking about, I kept seeing abundance that, that there. So for instance, in some of my classes, I'll ask everybody, imagine how much money you make and add three zeros to it. Watch what happens to you. Why would, you know, and I have everybody do it and they shrink or what about I do it? Right. I, oh, instead of that opening to the reception. Now, if, if I said, how much healing do you deserve? I think everybody always just thinks of a bottom line. And right now in our culture, I, with the changes in the world and the changes in our current um, government system, what's happening, I think everybody's hoping for a healing to, for the, but we think bottom line instead of what if we could really have a healing? What if we could come all together? What if all the pain and suffering that is existing and has been brought up actually gets addressed from the highest level possible, not just a, you know, words for it. I think we, we take the least we can possibly take instead of opening to what God wants to give us. So that's what I'm hoping this series is expecting the unexpected is nobody would expect to really receive. So that's what I'm expecting to happen. I like that, my friend. And to me, that matches my own desire for this series. Following what you just said about expecting our last series with Christy and Mary Kay, we talked about where they talked about something that manifested for them. And both of them shared about their homes that they got. It was unimaginable that they would find a home. And they did. And I got a call this week from Darlene. And she says, Padre, you prayed for me a couple of years ago. You didn't know that, you know, I had lost 
most of their income as a family and they lost their home, their car, all those things. And all of a sudden, and I says, God knows your need and he will provide for you. Don't fret. And it's like, well, there goes that prophetic word. And she goes, unbeknownst to her and her husband, she said, somebody bought them a house. And it's oh. like, wow, these miracles. And and remember, and Christy, I had a conversation with her this week and she said, well, Padre, remember a lot of times you're in the West of Heavens, you decreed people wanted new apartments, new homes. And I go, see, because that word goes out. Now, the timing is all about God and ourselves. So maybe somebody's going to get a new home this before Christmas. It's that planting that seed and, and allowing that grace to manifest itself. So expect miracles during this series, my friends, and let us know because God is faithful. So, Bobby, can I ask you to open with prayer, please? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Padre. Welcome. Beloved heart, who happens to be weakness, come to earth to give strength. We call upon you now. That gentle vulnerability that allows us to truly be anchored as humans in this world. A humanity that is sensitive and open and receptive able to bring great creativity and strength and love because of your intercession, because of your grace, and because of your heavenly, heavenly message of thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we open this series with this portal in mind, thy will be done as it is in heaven, right here on earth, in our own lives, in our own sanctuaries, in our homes, in our hearts, in our relationships, in our bodies, in our minds, and most of all, within our spirits. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your intercession. We thank you for the strength and the conviction that comes from a heavenly place, a heavenly consciousness, a kingdom like none other. In your name, in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Beautiful, Bobby. Yeah, that portal's getting wider and wider as soon as you started to pray. It just I sense the opening of heaven. So thank you, my brother. Just Bobby's prayer alone can open up the windows of heaven for you, for us. I don't want to leave anyone out because we do it all together. And the scripture says, where two or more are gathered, there I am. And I totally believe in that with all my heart. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Expecting the Unexpected. And for me, that's a, a really a, an interesting title. We can all say, yeah, 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 I know. And how many times have we said that to each other and even to ourselves? But expecting the unexpected is allowing God, allowing the Holy Spirit to actually touch us and release us to that, be in a position to receive miracles. And so my text today is going to be in Luke, Luke 1. And it's, it's a Christmas story. It talks about Elizabeth and Zechariah, how they were expecting John the Baptist and Mary and Joseph expecting the Messiah. Then also Simon, just Simon, the, the prophet, and how he had a, a, a word from the spirit that says he would see the Messiah before he died. These are actually accounts in the scriptures. And I just want to share that little story with you because this is the contents for all these series 
because again, to me, it goes about what God says about you, what God says about me. So in Luke 1, verses 8 to 45, and hopefully I can go through this quickly, because I love the story. It's a, a fascinating story. And it starts out with Zechariah. And Zechariah was Elizabeth's husband, but also a cousin to Mary. One day while Zechariah division, he was on duty to serve in the temple as a priest. And he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to enter the temple of the Lord. And he burned incense before the Lord. And about an hour of the incense offering, the whole congregation was be praying outside until Zechariah came out and then they could go in. All of a sudden, the angel of the Lord appeared to Zechariah standing at the side of the altar and doing the incense and says, when Zechariah saw him, he was startled and gripped with fear. Oh my God, it's an angel. And how would you react? I know I've, I've seen, I call it angels or people coming into my room at night. And I remember it was a, a poor girl who was actually in an accident. And, and long story story, I punched her. <laughs> if you have a woman coming to your bed, I would say, come on in. <laughs> but no, I punched her because I was out of fear. Anyway. Back to the story, Padre. <laughs> so the angel of the Lord said to Zechariah, don't be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayers have been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear a son, and you are to name him John, which is John the Baptist. And there will be such great joy. And it says, John will be filled with the Holy Spirit in Elizabeth's womb. But there's a criteria to that, he says. But he will never take wine, strong drink. And he would also be filled with the Holy Spirit in his mother's womb. So John the Baptist already had a mission as they were giving birth to him. It's interesting because Zechariah, he was old, so was his wife, and she wasn't childbearing years. They were a long past. So Zechariah was kind of being negative, like, oh, my God, that can't happen because, and like all of us, we get stuck on what our programming is and what other people say. And so the Lord took a hold of Zechariah and he muted him. So he says, until the child is born, you will not speak. And how about that? Maybe you could wish that on your partner, your husband, your wife, <laughs> as a little, stop it, stop the negativity. I had enough. The Lord already decided that he was going to mute Zechariah's voice because he was so negative. Now think about that in terms of where your life is. If we keep speaking, oh, that's not going to happen. I can't do that. Those are negative words. And so it actually pushes ourselves away from actually the God's love for us and actually the mission. Well, it went on to say that John the Baptist, Mary then appeared, not appeared, the angel Gabriel also appeared to Mary. And Mary said, I mean, the angel said to Mary, you will be given you will have a child and you will name him Yeshua, Jesus. And Mary says, be it, a done, be it a done to me according to thy word. Now I want to, you probably heard that many times, but I want to accent the phrase as Mary says, I will do that according to your word. Why did she say that? She's a young 16 year old. She was engaged to Joseph, her fiance. And all of a sudden the Lord says, you're gonna host the presence. And, but 400 years prior, there were prophets that prophesied that Jesus, the Messiah would come and free the Jews. 
for 400 years, prophets, one after another, said this. And it said that he would be born in Bethlehem. All these things came true. But Mary remembered the prophetic word and says, be it done according to your word. Not according to her opinion, because in the custom of the times, a Jewish lady, if she got pregnant out of wedlock, she could be stoned to death. And whoever was with her could disown her and it would be okay with the law. So there was great expectations of Mary, but she honored God's word. And to me, that's what I want to focus on tonight is what was God's word to you? What was God's word to me that he will fulfill it if we don't let fear happen and and just accept that's your promise, God, I'm going to take it. So it said in the sixth month that Elizabeth, Mary visited Elizabeth in her sixth month. And because she heard that she was pregnant too, which was another impossible miracle. But it said when Mary came to Elizabeth, John the Baptist, the baby inside of Elizabeth, leaped for joy, for he recognized the Messiah. And again, let's go back to our expectations. When we hear a word, something that says, oh my God, that's true. Oh my God, that's me. It's like you won the million dollars or whatever. Oh my God. Something inside of us stirs. Well, again, the presence stirred in Elizabeth's womb. And it said that Mary stayed with Elizabeth for six months. And isn't that interesting? Because in the custom, if you find somebody who's not married and has a baby or going to have a baby, can you imagine the criticism, the judgment? So Mary went to Elizabeth, her house, and stayed there until Elizabeth gave birth to John the Baptist and she went back. So that story told, we can go to now to Luke with Simon. And Simon, it said in Luke 2, it said, the Holy Spirit revealed to him that he would not see death before he'd seen the Christ, Christ child. And Mary and Joseph took him to the temple to be dedicated. And there Simon was in the white. He says, now I can die in peace because the Lord promised he would get to see the Messiah. And again, these are prophetic words that come. And Simon took him into his arms and blessed God saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace for my eyes have seen your salvation. And that's just very moving. I've seen this movie and it's like, it's so touching because of the fulfillment of God's promise to, to Simon, but what is your promise? Maybe you've had a dozen promises, but you just, you brush them off. Expecting the unexpected is really the, the, the grace that I, I feel that you and I both will understand. So let's talk about changing your thinking. The expectation, the scripture says life or death, blessings or curse, but you get to choose it. You, my friend, I also, and I have to choose that every day because sometimes negativity can come or a heaviness that can hold me back. And I don't want any more that I want to break through that. So there are, I call four or five attributes that I want to highlight tonight with my brothers, Dana and Bobby. And the first one is prophetic word, the decree. And that decree is when Zechariah the priest was told by the angel of Abraham that his wife would, was to have a son and they would name him John. That was a powerful decree, just as Gabriel also said that to Mary, that you would have a son. Those promises, those fulfill a destiny that you have, because I think each one of us knows, but sometimes we're afraid to say it because it might come true. 
So really, I want to present a question, and I'll start with Dana on that one. Can you remember a time in your life that you received a prophetic word from a guide, an angel, prophetic? Maybe that even scared you. Yes, Padre. Yes, I Going back to coming to Celebrating Life the first time, the first time I was a catcher brought up to the front, and when it came to my healing, Ron was working on me. I told him, he said, all the, all the pain was in my heart, and I said, great. I'd be open to healing it. So went out of my body and he was screaming, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit over and over again. And then it hit me and I went flying and it was a great healing. But when I continued to come, every time I'd come up, I'd work really hard on myself trying to heal this. And he would say over and over again, the same thing. You're not even being who you're supposed to be. And I mean, now I was, I had committed to everything I thought, but what I hadn't done was commit to Holy Spirit. So on the last time I was on the floor and he'd laid hands on me and said, you're not even being who you came to be. And I was like, okay, all right, then Holy Spirit, who am I to be? And all of a sudden the vision came in and it was like a lazy Susan. He was all dressed in white and I was in my regular clothes. And the, and I twisted around and all of a sudden I was seated on a, on a stage dressed in white, healing people. And it scared the crap out of me. I mean, I just went, oh, no way. And I stepped back and said, that must have been somebody writing the wrong information here. It's not something I would have imagined or liked, and it definitely has come true. So, Wow. I like that. I mean, I'm not liked it because you had the experience, but it was real. And now who you are today and what the Lord has actually done through you is quite incredible. I appreciate that story. How about you, Bishop Bobby? I had an experience in December of 2004 and it was on the 26th of December. It was in the middle of the day. And I went to visit some friends. And my friend said, oh, do you want to go in this church <laughs> and look around? It's a really nice church. And the door is open on the side. We can go in. I said, sure. So we're looking around and I'm, I'm getting little downloads, but nothing really significant. And she, so she said to me, well, did you get anything? And I said, no, not really. And she said, okay, well, I'm just going to go up here and pray. And, I'll, and you can just keep spending some time. So I walked over to a statue of St. Rita. Ah. And the next thing I know, the angel of death came out of the statue and was standing out, <laughs> kind of towering over me. And I freaked out. And I just went, I don't want this message. You know, I don't want this message. So I said to my guides, I said, what do I do? And they said, relax and take the message. So I said, okay. And I just opened up in the way that I do. And this huge download came into me. And I can't really tell you anything that I got, except afterwards, I was very jittery. And I wasn't, I wasn't close to home. I was in Marin. And I, I, I knew I had to, to leave. So I said, you know, I, I begged off the engagement. And I drove home. And I was white knuckled, just white knuckled, holding onto the steering wheel, being very altered and realized when I got home that I was given instructions to help with clearing all the, the death from the tsunami that was happening. Oh, wow. It was happening in real time. And I don't know if you remember, but there were 228,000 deaths as a result of that tsunami. And the, and the world axis changed. It was a huge, huge turning point in my my spiritual life as well as my oh. healing life and for four months I was pretty much in an altered state helping with that work Oof. and 
but the 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 thing was i i resisted the message and it was bigger than anything i had ever received before mm. and it was out of my league just like dana shared it was out of his league it was out of his paradigm and it was god just showing up saying it's time you know it's it's time that's beautiful bobby the reality was no i'm not getting anything and then all of a sudden in a moment life changes and then you get the even the end result of that is the uh, what actually was happening. But again, wanted your prayers, your intercession for all the souls that needed to go to the light in those holy moments. In a reference point to our second one is acceptance or faith or fear. Padre, can I ask you though, to sh- can I ask you to share a time you experienced that? No. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> I was just kind of speeding things up. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause it's, but it's, it follows the second one, which I can share then, you know, because okay. it's about, just as Bobby was sharing about faith or fear, it's like he had a choice there of either accepting that or not. But it took a while to figure that out. I mean, I just know like Zechariah, he's going to have a son. And it's like, that's impossible. But the Lord interceded and, and took away his fear by muzzling him so he wouldn't take away from the promise. And how many of us have experienced that in itself? Like for me, for there, uh, it answers the first one, as have I ever been had a prophetic word? And it was when I would be going to Ron Ross prayer services and all these people come up and say, I see you as becoming a priest. And I go, no, I don't want that. And it goes there. I, I focused on fear instead of the faith. It's like, oh, that could be possible. Look where I am today. We can resist, resist. But un- unless the Lord has his way, you know, we have to actually agree with heaven that prophetic word that's happening. So Dana, have you experienced anything like that? Of you had you had accept the gift or the promise? Actually, Padre, you were the person that did it to me and scared the <laughs> crap out of me. It was after I we've told the story before, but no, I don't think people's heard my side in which I invited you out to California and you came and taught at some of my classes. And then I think it was the one night you were ready to go to bed. And I said, we're going to do healings now. And you were like, oh my God. And But next thing, Holy Spirit came in the room and you were doing healings. We're all on the floor and I'm frozen and my head's banging on the floor and you start walking around and you came up and you were right you were standing right next to me, but I couldn't move because I was slain. I could hear you. And you were saying, you're going to raise people from the dead. And I was like, no, <laughs> you cannot say that. And then I heard the voice say, well, you did your grandmother. You can do others. And I was like, no. And then it went on. And finally, I think it was after. I don't think it happened here. But then you asked me to be a bishop. And all these things were, I remember I, I almost threw up for a full year. and trying to adjust to all the resistance that was inside to keep myself. So there was a lot of fear involved. And yet now I feel all of that is true. I'm ready to step up. But it was you that gave me that prophetic word. Yeah, I remember that word because I remember there it wasn't on anybody's radar, not even mine. And when I heard, and you're going to be a bishop and you're going to lead these people. And Dana's went, bam, 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 with his head on the ground. It's like, no, no. That's torture for him. And it's like, I was trying to reach out and grab your pant leg to stop you. <laughs> like, I could not move my arm. Yes. Thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> but that scene is so alive. And that was a prophetic word because it wasn't even my DNA. Trust me, it wasn't. And here you are today, leading, celebrating life, which is a miracle. Bobby, do you have a story to tell or? Yeah. You um, too. 
<laughs> I had a, a, it's similar to a prophetic word, but it was a prophetic reading. I was Ooh. in a situation with a client who was in a kind of a life or death struggle. And I'd done everything I knew how to do to, to support and it wasn't going very well. And I was kind of just undone. And so in a state of kind of panic and, and dread and resistance in a way, I just prayed and, and I heard to just pick up this book and get a word. And so I did. And the and it basically confirmed everything I was feeling, but it did it in a way that was neutral. It said, relax, there's nothing you can do. Just let it unfold. And it just completely calmed me. And it brought me back into a place of well-being where there's power. Because if you're in a state of dread and resistance and fear, you have no power or you're or you're empowering the wrong the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. So it was wonderful. And I and I got that strategy from attending a Ron Roth, Paul Funson CLM event. I learned how to do it from from early CLM days. Wow. And Ron was a stickler with that, too. And he always talked about. And for me, that's my MO is I got to have peace. If I have the peace of God, then I'm a I can move a mountain. But without it, I'm just going to go with my fear and allow that to happen. And there's so many stories I can tell about that because each season we have a challenge and each season we have to rely on the Holy Spirit to do her work. The third one is a promise or a miracle that would happen. John was born by the decree of the angel and so was Yeshua. Mary and both Elizabeth had this promise. And it's like, what promise has God given you? And I don't want to say, well, 20 years ago, God gave that to you. He probably did. But what is it today in your spirit? We're entering into the holidays. We're entering into a sacred time. The portal would be open. In the Jewish tradition, the portal is going to be open again. So we want to enter in with a, a promise, a wish, a desire, a decree that will fulfill you, fulfill your destiny. Some of you that says, well, I want to live. Maybe you have an illness and I want to live five more years, 10 more years, 20 more years. I want to see my grandkids grow. Whatever that promise is, it's within you. Hold on to that and allow that to take place. And also there's what is called destiny. It really does have a, a part in each of us. That destiny can, as I resisted becoming a priest, the idea is I was told that I'd become a priest, but I resisted it until I stopped resisting and got the peace of God. So I just want each of you to check your spirit right now, where you're at in that. Maybe you want to have a child. Maybe you want to have a brand new home. Maybe you want a, a job, a secure job that has benefits. Don't just wish it, receive the gift and allow God's peace to carry you through that. Remember about the Magi's, the three kings that came. They were bearing gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And gold is all about the, the most treasured gift. If you have that, you have everything. You have wealth, but you also have abundance. You have something that's secure. No one can take it away unless you give it away or bargain for something else. But the Magi's came with each representing bearing gifts to the Christ child. So a question I want to ask Bobby and Dana is, if you were one of those kings or shepherds, what gift would you bring? Maybe it's today. What would you give away that's priceless for you? And I'll would start you with Bobby. Yeah. Oh, I, I would give away love, my love and my gratitude and my yes. That would be my heart speaking. 
I think if I was really given that opportunity to just bow down, that's what I would give. You know, I feel it in you, brother. Yeah. Yes. Dana, same question. Yeah, mine's very similar as well. And, you know, there's no material object I could give to this divine being that would be worth anything. So I knew that I would give my life in service. However, because of obviously I'd be a shepherd, not one of the kings. And it would be more like, I will cook, I will clean, I will just get out of the way, whatever would be service, I would offer my life up. Wow. What you're saying then, Dana, is my will, not God's yeah. will, but not, yep. but it, we have to say my will be still. The idea is, God, you allow your will to manifest in our lives. And this is the Savior. My will be still. To really to know that this is a, an opportunity for each of us to, I call it the solace of God, the silence of God, that we really need to allow grace to wrap her arms around us. And as we prepare for expect the unexpected, Silence is a big key to it all. It really does allow God's grace and the prophetic word. Be still and know that I am God and God's in control. That other thing is about the prophetic word that goes forth. And when we do that, the, the living God just transcends time or space. So there's a word that will go forth. And we're going to do something a little bit different tonight in our prayers um, for this grouping for tonight's those who are listening in. And then to me, it's the next picture is expect the unexpected. And who knows, the gift that you showed up tonight is our gift. And what we give back to you is God's gift to you. So using the, the flow about a prophetic word, about calling out a word of knowledge, healing, that's what the, the two bishops and I will do tonight, you know, spontaneously. It won't be long. We just might say and call out a name. And then we're just going to pray for you. Whatever comes, comes, and then we'll move on to the next one. So just be prepared to receive the grace of God, the anointing of God, the gift that God bestowed upon you, because it's in those places that we, we are set free. So let's do that. Let's allow grace now to expand and grow. What I think I'll do is I'll, I'll begin. And so if you are on there, be ready. And you don't, you don't have to speak. You just have to receive. So the first one I'm actually going to call, and she has a sprained thumb. And could I pray for her? Well, not knowing what's going to happen tonight, here it is. So just allow the divine Holy Spirit now. I command every muscle, every ligament in your finger, store, restore, restore the years of the locusts. Let's the flexibility return right now. Come Holy Spirit. Let divine grace, divine healing, may this Christmas season be extraordinary with gift upon gift. And I hear an unexpected gift that's coming your way. So I just say, thank you, God, for grace tonight. In Jesus' name. Bishop Dana. The word that keeps coming through is love. It's allowing the love to enter your life and your heart. It's about letting love flow through you as opposed to holding it. It's not necessary. We, we think often of receiving, but I'm seeing that you, God wants you to be a channel of this love. So it's an unconditional love. So you're not trying to direct it or control it or hold it. 
or save it. So I'm asking Holy Spirit to clear that channel for you, thus that you are that vehicle that it comes in and through and out, so it rewards you, your family, your loved ones, your neighborhood, people at work, neighbors, everyone that you come in contact with. Thank you, God. Lord, bring our brother through this dark time, this dark night in your everlasting love and light. Take away all the memories of the past, all the struggles from the past, and make this a communion and a covenant now to bring everlasting light, deep, abiding light, deep, eternal light into every cell of his body, consciously invoking this great light into every cell of his body, opening, 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 greater, greater, greater glory. Amen. The Holy Spirit says that I speak life into your life. I speak life into your body. Choose life. Choose life. Let the love of our creator just expand and grow in the mercies of God, the love of God. And through the intercession of our Blessed Mother, thy will be done, O Lord. Thy will be done. Father, just I command now that all these circumstances begin to change, just like the uh, when the storm passes, it begins to clear. I just see a clearing, clearing, clearing. Thank you, O Lord, our God, and a revitalization of all the body organs. Thank you, O Lord, our God, for it rises now. It just rises above the chaos. Whatever that is, I don't know what that is, but it just rises above that. And the strength, the renewal of the Holy Spirit by your prayers, by the our community of prayers and intercession. May the glory of God be manifested in your house, in your household, in your body, in your relationships, and in your family. I bless you in Jesus' name. I see that God is strong in you and in your husband. But what I'm seeing is, or the blessing is, an understanding of God as the very breath you take every moment, every day. Something that, and God's on your tongue, God's on your mind, and you're riding with the Spirit. So Holy Spirit, come down and bless with your grace such that they can feel it right now in the very breath they take. It brings life and healing to all the cells, to the endocrine system, to the bones, the muscles. It changes the concept of aging. It changes the concept of dying. It's life everlasting. Amen. Amen. There's great angelic presence around you just longing to get out through you and into the world. The creative spirit that you hold is so vast and God is just asking you to create with great innocence and great abiding love that which was given to you at birth and your life needs to bring it through more every single day to move out of the mind and out of the belief systems and out of the traps of responsibility and into this creative spirit that just is your new grounding in life. 
It's not something to be afraid of. It is something to pull more closely to you and to bring it through you day by day. Amen. The Lord says that he's been on you. He's been tapping your heart and you're persistent at receiving it, but you only go so far. The Holy Spirit says God will open that door. Maybe it's called a listening ear, but it's going to be more profound than ever before because he wants to access the deeper parts in you. And I say, thank you, God, for that living word tonight. Allow your grace, your Holy Spirit now to fill your sanctuary. As you prepare the way for the Christ child, you take that journey and set aside times for the next three weeks. Maybe it's one hour, maybe it's a half an hour, but set aside at least a half an hour each week in just preparation for what Christmas would be to you, what gift you can give to the world. And I seal in the good work of the Holy Spirit in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I just see the presence coming into your room now as I'm seeing that you're feeling separation. And that could be because of not being able to work the same way, not being able to visit friends the same way. But it's different than that. You've always, like me, you have your way. You know what you need to do. But like me, you stood like kind of outside the circle of God, supporting it, holding space. And I'm seeing you being brought in the circle. I'm seeing you. It doesn't mean CLM circle or anything like that. But I see you being filled as you step in and welcome this presence. So it could be an everyday activity, everyday welcoming in your home, in your life, in your work. And you just have to say yes to break down that inner wall in your heart. It's only a half wall and bring it in. This is not about health and it's not about finances that will help all these things, but it's about the the true path you asked to be on in this lifetime, to be that shining light of God that you are. You've always been. It's time to be more than just the rock. It's time to be the flame. And Holy Spirit will honor you this and work on you all through the evening in this. Amen. 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 I call upon the great intercessor, the great I am presence to come now fully and flood your home with great healing and great rest. May this rest and this well-being take control of the environment so that you have a deep, deep peace, that you, ha- that you, that you can rest in this great peace that is a guaranteed gift from heaven. So whatever burden you've been going through, I I crush this burden now in the name of the I am presence, the name of Jesus, the name of the great light, the great compassionate light. And I fill your home now with a presence that is beyond anything you've experienced before or have been able to give yourself alone. This is a a gift from God, the creator, the creatrix. Come, Holy Spirit, fill this home and give her rest in your name. Amen. Amen. The Lord says, I provide for you. I provide for you. I provide for you. Don't give up. It's close at hand. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for the providence, the providence that she's been looking for. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for the gift. It's funny to be around Christmas time, but the gift, especially for the new year. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for positioning herself, first emptying her, but then now entering into the new promise that you promised her, that new job. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for the new 
ownership, let's use that term, and that your name will be called. I thank you, O Lord our God, for your grace is magnificent. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, divine grace. Come, bring the peace that passes all understanding. So she agrees with the promise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm just seeing that through your life, there's been off and on confusion and the desire to be led or helped. And it's about accepting or seeing God as your parent, as this loving parent around you. So I want you to feel right now in the room that you're sitting in, I want you to feel the hands of God or of Holy Spirit on you right now. And as it'll have that male side that will be holding that strong space for you, and that female side will be coming in the front and entering your heart now. And as it enters your heart, I want you to breathe deeply in and accept these two parents, this idea that God as a whole, you can turn to in any time, in any place. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. And you can be led by this Holy Spirit presence in all your decision-making, daily decisions about everything. It's being led like the path is just unfolding in front of you. Instead, it's all decisions and the brain has to figure it out. It's about how they work in harmony. The heart leads, the heart wisdom and the head agrees. And I ask Holy Spirit to bless this upon you for now to the end of these days. Amen. God is your friend. God loves you dearly. God is with you. Any sense of separation or abandonment or betrayal, I break this now. And I say to you, daughter of the Most High, receive your friend, receive your birthright. This is a true covenant from heaven to you. Amen. Prayers are so beautiful tonight. God just whispered in my ears about your situation. And that I call it the new diagnosis. I don't know what that means, but the new diagnosis. But we just allow God's grace. Father, just release your ministering angels for stability, for peace that passes all understanding, but also the assurance that all is well. It all will end well, you know, whatever that means. But I just know that there's favor with God with you, my friend. And during this holiday season, I just see the the joy of the Lord continue to fill you and to rise above any difficulty. And I, I speak now to the immune system and some of the body organs, you know, come, come alive, come in alignment, come in alignment. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for Now the angels are laying their hands upon you. By the decree of heaven, just receive the healing, the gift of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Receive the great love of the universe all around you, because as you receive, you emanate so strongly this same vibration. Your childlike innocence and goodness amplifies what heaven brings to earth through you. Let yourself receive as fully as you give. Let yourself receive now from head to toe that which God wants to give to you. And all that needs to to fall off, all the pain, all the anguish, all the stories, all the traumas, all the emptiness, all the darkness that you've gone through in life, it must go now because heaven is here to stay. It's your birthright, and it's what you've asked for day in and day out from the time that you were a child. So heaven is going to have her way with you today. Amen. Uncle, I keep seeing you 
have a self-imposed or family-imposed lid so you won't let yourself rise to the place that you deserve, the place that you decided to come. So you've always used comparison to others, thinking I'm not as good as they are. I can't see, I can't read, I can't pray. But I see that none of this is true. I see that there is this, again, an essence, a deep purple, you know, a purple flame coming in. And I want you to experience that now. And it'll break this glass ceiling. It'll allow you to Feel the intelligence of God within all of yourselves, such that it isn't about trying to do anything. It's just being that place of the best that you can be, this best that you've always wished, as Bishop Bobby was suggesting, all of us have wished since we were children to be allowed to be ourselves. Well, this I I commend and I see in you now, and I make it real. This is for you to walk the path that you came, regardless of family, friends, history, or any limiting factor. You have the right to be that shining light that you are. Amen. Amen. I say thank you, God, for your living word, your promise that you've given over the years. You've been faithful, faithful, faithful. And I say, let the lightnings of heaven, let the lightnings of heaven come now and just consume your beloved daughter. Heal, restore, heal, restore the years of the locusts. I break the spirit of death over you in the name of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus. And I allow the divine mercy of God, the love of God, the compassion of our blessed mother, just be like a consuming fire. I thank you, God, for bringing life back into this body, life into her relationship, life into her well-being. Thank you, O Lord our God. Father, release your ministering angels now for the healing, for the reconciliation, for the gift of life. In Yeshua's name, amen. Beyond the physical suffering that you've recently gone through, we bring the healing energy in to heal the body, to heal the muscles, to uh, take away the pain. But then beyond that, the healing of the emotional content below that, and then to the karmic content below that. Uh, such that we're cleansing all levels of this accident that you've endured and are recovering, uh, not just recovering. It's kind of like coming to a full bloom. The, the need to be able to understand how valuable it is to be present and how to be present in every moment will never allow anything like this to happen again. It's almost like you've been trying to show yourself that the emergency is not needed. The extremism is not needed. You you're want to just be able to sit and know that your hands will have to heal. There's a lot you can't do and you must just sit and receive. So now just receive this Holy Spirit light coming down, filling all of your body. It's going to your hands. It's going to the cuts. It's going to the stitches. It's going again to the tissue underneath, but it's also going to your heart. It's going to the inner child. It's going to the intellect. And therefore you can feel yourself rise up into that true self that you are, that one with the wings, that one you were before you even were born. And thus you can now say it's you have that right to talk, walk, move, grab, reach, help, with that grace of God. Amen. Amen. I call upon the Holy Intercessor to come now fully to support you. Every segment of your being, all the parts that have been put into boxes, I break these boxes in the name of the great I Am Presence, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, come. Help your beloved Son to fully experience himself in the everlasting way in which he was created, in your name and your vision, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Beautiful. Just think I would 
the Holy Spirit wants to go a little bit longer for these separate words before we pray generally for everyone on this call. Thank you for praying along with us because we are a community here. And this is such a special gift for each other. So, so we're going to continue on until I hear stop and then we'll do the general prayers. Your soul lights up for me. And what I'm saying is the Lord has favor on you, your family, your son. And this time of year, even though with uh, everything going on, the coronavirus is like, it's not stopping you from growing, not stopping your family from growing. And you rise above the fear. But I just see a, a beautiful deposit of the peace that passes all understanding. And I see in 2021, just, I call it doors opening. I don't know if you're looking for another job or a promotion, but I see something expanding there. And like the doors open. So by your faith, you shall be healed by your faith. These new doors will open. So continue your prayers and just affirm what God has already promised you and your family. I bless these holy encounters in Jesus' name. Amen. So I see a spotlight coming down, holding over your space, Wendy. You've made so many steps and so much improvement in your healing through the path and finding the miracles and finding the disappearance of the cancers that were there before. And now the healing of the family, the healing of the brother relationship that's off askew. This is about releasing and, and knowing that you have that voice of God to speak inside you. It's very still. It comes from a still space. So I want you to go deep inside now and lean back into that voice and feel now it reverberating with just the eternal I am. I am the grace. I am the love. I am the truth. I am the path. I am the will. I am the light. I am you. Amen. Amen. There's a great amount of pink energy around you a great amount of loving energy around you. And I'm hearing that this lifetime is about a leap of faith to take the journey that is being given to you through the eyes and the willingness of God, keeping your eyes on the divine, keeping your willingness open to the divine's will for your life, allowing yourself to be planted onto your path that is being given to you in your dreams, in your heart, in your knowing, in your prayers and in your desires. Amen. Beautiful. Your sorrow will turn into joy. I thank you, O Lord our God, for this special portal that is open, this special time of grace for your mom to transcend, uh, meet her maker, her divine presence. I thank you, O Lord our God, for now aligning with the angels for your spiritual, your physical needs. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for opening that door now. I thank you. The word is good and faithful servant. And now to you to receive, even before your mom passes, for you to receive that peace that passes on this hand, for the good shepherd is with you. And just allow now that grace, the, the body to heal from all the trauma, from trying to hold the space. God is the space. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for the grief that I commanded to leave now in the name of Jesus, but let the good shepherd now watch over you, guide you, and bring you to that everlasting life. I bless you and your family in Jesus' name. I want you to know that you're in my prayers every day. 
But what I want to speak to today is that I see that you're kind of exhausted. There's a, you've been bleeding by taking care of everybody or trying to do prayers for everyone, and there's not enough refilling. So right now, again, it's going to come from the earth this time rather than from above. Holy Spirit comes from all directions. So right now with where you're seated, it's going to come directly up through your chair or up through your feet, and it's going to start filling you with life force energy. Sometimes you use too much of your own you need to allow the earth to give you, Holy Spirit's earth presence to give you the strength, the endurance, and that stability that you're looking for as you try to maneuver all these steps with family and friends and, and the community and the world. Your prayers are really needed, but the healer must be healed too. So receive Holy Spirit's power, its grace, its direction. And let it feel your heart and your mind, and therefore direct your prayers from there. Amen. Amen. Echoing Dana's prayers, it's your opportunity now to be filled, to be refilled. There's, a, there's some exhaustion that looks like it has to do with work and just being asked to do a lot of different things. And I'm asking God now to take over, to take your hand and to lead you into a more fulfilled experience of everything that you encounter, everything that you take into your life, the Holy Spirit, the divine spark, the great creator, the I am presence will completely consume you now and refill you head to toe, right to left, up and down. Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, surround your daughter now with your everlasting love and light. Infuse, 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 cleanse and infuse, infuse, infuse. Amen. Amen. Actually, confirm me what you heard. I see your household kind of in a turmoil, and but I also know where your prayers have gone. You, you're a great intercessor, but I want you to know that God has it. God, God can perfect that which we call him to become. And so he's your savior, your healer, your reconciler through the intercession of our Blessed Mother. So all these elements will come together around the Christmas season. And I say, thank you, O Lord, our God. But I also, with that comes from, I call it more abundance. And you're so doggone rich now, but God wants to overflow that in you and your family. So I, I bless the blessings, the encounters. And I also believe whether you have your dreams, but encounters during your dreams will open up another portal for you because you're a seer, but you've been praying for this. So another level of I call it the heavenly host will show up. So I bless these in Jesus' name. Amen. I see a split in your space. We all have holes. We all have wounds. But there's a split in your space. And therefore, sometimes there's energies that actually try to come in and affect you. So I, I command these energies to leave now. I command them out of space, out of her home, out of her life, out of her friends, out of her dog or cat, out of her possessions, machinery. You be gone now. This is not your home, not your place, and not your person. Instead, I invite the angel Raphael to be present now to fill this this space. It's more of a, like a flower needs to open and we need to fill it with this holy grace. And then Stephanie, it's going to start at the very top above your head and it's going to start to fill right straight down through the center of you, bringing all the parts of you together in a whole. And we're going to keep this wrapped. We're going to keep it continuing for the next month. 
So again, I'm going to add you to my prayer bowl. I want you to realize that each night there's going to be a grace and maybe a dream that comes with that. Again, as Padre has been teaching about, about prophecy, about dreams, about visions, this is about trusting these will be graceful dreams. They'll be healing dreams. They won't be you're, going, you're supposed to take off to another part of the world and start a whole new job. That's those other energies. This is about grace in the simplicity of who you truly are. Amen. Amen. I see a lot of very rich golden energy around you, kind of the offering from the three wise men to the baby. But you need to receive it because you it's there, but you need to actually take a moment now and just deeply receive this energy. It's a gift to you from the creator. It's a gift to you in recognition of your journey. And it's a gift to you to help finance the great work that you're being called to do in the name of Jesus, the great I am presence, the Holy Spirit. It's your birthright too. The angels love you. Amen. Amen. So I just heard two more rounds for us, and then we'll conclude with prayers for everyone. But enjoy this beautiful energy, and thank you for holding space and prayers for each one who's been ministered to, but also those who are still in the waiting. Just feel like the Holy Spirit wants to have an encounter with you, and especially in the physical realm. And I believe the Holy Spirit's already sent angels your way and allowing now the assimilation of your body. There's a lot of things out of whack, so to speak. <laughs> and I just allow the grace now, the angels to do their work. And I'm calling on the light beings of the casa to also do their surgery on you. So just receive God's grace. Receive God's divine order, divine balance. I just speak to the sugar in the name of Jesus. Just go down, be normal. The heart rhythm, be in balance. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for fatigue. I break its hold over you now in the name of Yeshua. And even the spirit of death, I don't know where that's coming from, but there's a heaviness that comes with it. I break it now in the name of Jesus. And that goes for everyone on this phone call. Thank you, O Lord, our God, for I speak life. I speak life into you and all those who are listening to this program. Thank you, O Lord, our God, for the let the heavens open, let the portal open and receive the gifts of the Magi's. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. As you keep taking the steps as you're doing in your process work, and as you're revealing the truth of the light of who your authentic self is, I, as a bishop, want to acknowledge and bless this gentleness that you truly are. This is the one that, this is the reason you came to CLM is to find this gentleness that you are, this beauty. It's almost like light flickering or a, fl a very gentle flower. This is the state of who you are. You never have to cover this up again. You never have to hide it. You never want to back away from it. This wants to keep growing in the dirt of your soul and bloom so that you can truly do God's service on the planet as you integrate all the other works that you've done. And in this grace, there's this divine, non-conditional female guide that's new to you, a lot like the colors of the background that are behind me now. And I want you to feel these energies as an introduction to your next phase of this unfolding in this grace that you are. And I bless this work that you're doing. I make it real in the world and others will accept it. Amen. 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 I call upon the heavens now to bless your family that has been reunited and I ask 
again, that you receive the great love that is there for you, both from heaven and from earth. Your, your sensitive spirit works so hard to be a good being, but you forget to receive, 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 receive that which is your birthright too. So as God comes into your home to bless your family, I want you to promise yourself to receive as deeply as you can the same intervention, the same intercession. Amen. Amen. The wandering is done. It's like the Magi's, they follow the star, asking you to follow that light that's within you because you can wander here and there and hither and dither, but to focus in on really the light that was in you, the divine presence, it will bring you a stillness of peace that maybe is foreign to you right now, but there will be a degree, an atmosphere change. And because of the outside, the circumstances that you're dealing with, there's a lot of unknowns know the great I am presence and that presence will let you know on the secret so you don't react to whatever that is it's multiple things that are going on in your world right now but I just want to pray for the peace because actually that is the gift regardless of what you get for Christmas the peace is the most important and you'll see that in others in your relationship in your job it's all it's all coming together so let the peace that passes all understanding to be your gift this season. In Yeshua's name. Amen. I invite Holy Spirit now to be present and to surround you with the original diamond of the light and knowledge of God's word as we clear and heal permanently the terror, the terror from all the lifetimes going back beyond time, the shame, the, the hidden desires, the wants and the fantasies that have been there as a way to fill the hole that's been missing Holy Spirit's grace. This is the place that allows you to get beyond the cautiousness and the tremendous vulnerability that you continuously kind of feel like your skin being scraped across cement right now. It's about leaning in the diamond. It's not a, it's not a diamond. This is just a, it's a, it's an imagery of how Holy Spirit can hold you. So feel Holy Spirit holding you now in the diamond. This is the space beyond all the assumptions, all the twists, that place of original innocence, of original truth, and original love, which I've known since the day I came and I met you, was the thing that you are. May it be gifted upon you now permanently. Amen. 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 You're entering into a new way of life, saying yes to the divine in a deeper way. And I ask now that the divine turn on all the light and show you every step of the way so that your process is blessed and is enjoyable and is a deepening of your spirit greater than anything you can imagine from your mind. So I'm asking that all anticipation leave and all reception for what can be come through now. In the Holy Spirit, I ask that this light shine upon you and lead you. Amen. Amen. Before we conclude with a general prayer for each of us, as we pray, call it a general prayer, but it's for each of you. 
for you, for your home, for your journey towards, I call it the go with the Magi's. Make three intentional requests of the Lord of submitting yourself, forgiving, but opening up, letting go. So the, the fullness of the light being the Christed one can come and fill us during this holy season in Jesus' name. So I think we're, I'll ask Bishop Dana to lead with prayer and then Bobby, and then I'll close with prayer. Holy Spirit, be present now with all of us as this is the time. This is the season of miracles, the time when anything can happen, the time when expectations can be exceeded beyond our wildest belief. I ask you to be present because there's so much resentment, so much suffering, so much fear with all the things that are happening in our world, around us, in our government, in our nation, therefore in our communities, our states, our families. We live in a separation state rather than living knowing that you are in everything. That a miracle could happen and the economy can improve. That a miracle can happen and the virus can be conquered. A miracle could happen and a job can be found. A miracle could happen and I realize my heart can open. A miracle can happen and I realize I can know God and be God's servant in this life. A miracle can happen that I have breath every single moment and you are part of it. I am not the summation of atoms or the summation of memories or the summation of emotions. I am the summation of my connection with you. Thus, I ask you to bless each and every person and their families and their animals and their, and their neighbors and our world with your grace, with the possibility that anything can happen. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God, for your great intercession. Thank you for removing any obstacle in any of our paths, which will prevent us from laying down and receiving your audience tonight in our homes, in our dreams, revealing to us deep wisdom and deep intercession, that which will truly be a healing a starting point for, for these next days as we anticipate the birth, the birth of this time coming to light in our life. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, we have so many requests of the Lord and our Blessed Mother, the great intercessors. So we as a community pray for one another, everyone on this call, our families, those who have the coronavirus, those who are serving those in the hospitals and the daycares and the nursing homes. We just ask your heavenly helpers to intercede and just bring them the reassurance at all as well. I just take authority in the name of Jesus over this virus, this spirit of death. I break it told now over our families, over our friends, over our acquaintances, over the world. Come Holy Spirit, Father, just bring your healing light. Release your ministering angels now. Defeat, defeat, defeat. And allow now grace, the, the goodness of God, the love of God, to just penetrate their hearts, their soul. Bring them with that resurrection power that rises all of us. Anyone who has scheduled surgery or uh, just diagnosed with a disease and illness, I just break the spirit of death over you. And I speak life now into the, your body organs 
life now into your soul, the organs, the muscles, the blood, the heart, the brain. Just release your ministering angels now. Come, divine grace. Let the love of God, it's one heart, one love, one destiny. It's all about you, Lord. It's all about you. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for the gift of peace. Shalom, the master, the teacher, the great I am presence, Yeshua. Come forth, Holy Spirit. Let the lightnings of heaven now begin to stir, begin to draw us near into this, to the throne of grace. Just bless our homes now. Just allow that atmosphere. Prepare the way of the Lord. I'm speaking to your life, but also to your homes, your family. Prepare the way of the Lord. And just let the miraculous happen. New portals now being set up right now by the angels for your miracles, your family, your children's miracles, your finances. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for this grace, grace upon grace, for the partnerships. I thank you, O Lord, our God. Just receive the gift, those lost ones coming home. I thank you, O Lord, our God. And for the differences in the, in the parents and the children, I just break the strife. I break the strife and allow now God's peace, God's rest, the solitude, the quietness of the heart so we can actually receive those who we've been estranged to. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for this great, great gift of yourself. And I bless your holy encounters in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Rest in the peace that passes all understanding. And please send in your testimonies, your prayer requests. We take them all in. And Bishop Bobby, Bishop Dana, thank you for being on this program. We get to um, next week, we have Bishop Dana, myself, and Renee to take the next step on this journey as a Magi. I love you. Bless and have a blessed evening. Thank, thank you, everyone. You. Love you. Thank you, Padre. God bless you, everyone. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Sleep with the angels.